welcome to motoring first before we start talking about the motorcycle that shumi is going to be talking about i need other lessons pronunciation uh the reason why he's bringing that up is because uh, the motorcycle i just rode in bengaluru and returned from is called the mantis which is not a difficult pronunciation but it's produced by a company called orxa energies so it is the orha, orha. mantis orha mantis orha mantis all right this is a, a strange situation in the sense that i know this is a company not heard much about except uh, at india bike week correct where we saw it last year and the time before that i say even the year before oh. and the time before that i think oh really yeah. oh i mean i have not been to it i mean they they they're finally showing us the final product as it were it's been 8 years since they started out for what it's worth oh it's been 8 years mm. they've been around that long yeah all right so quite clearly from my side even though i didn't know how to pronounce the name properly that motorcycle was there in our field of vision and uh, if they took another year to get here to a ride situation means they were fixing things they were getting things right so i have certain expectations now because of that interaction think of it as the as the shole version of the electric motorcycle okay for those who don't know the most famous dialogue and my favorite dialogue in shole is is story mein emotion hai drama hai aur tragedy bhi so we met the orha guys as he was leaving from the last india bike week you were leaving the stall and i was entering the mm. stall so we had two consecutive discussions rather than a concurrent discussion and i basically told them that listen given the fact that the ev startup guys have promised tons to us and very rarely delivered on those promises uh, i'm sorry but i don't believe you the founders uh, prajwal and ranjit are super nice people i think they're really really good people trying to do a good thing and they said that fair enough you understand where you're coming from and we will show you in roughly a year's time that what we are saying is what's going to happen what they're basically saying is orha energies has been working with the indian defense guys for a while now right. and successfully and they supply drone batteries primarily and some other few things and these drone batteries are an interesting thing if you look at the perspective because they're saying the military applications for example the temperature range or the reliability range etc is a very stringent precise thing and they've been delivering on those right so your assumption would be that man these guys must really know their battery that's what i remember from ibw correct yeah. so and they're quite proud of this right they're saying mm-hmm. that no we we do know our batteries and we do a really good job of it so in the mantis they have a 9 kilowatt hour battery okay idc range is just over 220 i think uh, what we normally say is we discount that and say what 70% of that is what you'll actually see it has only one riding mode mm-hmm. it doesn't have multiple modes we'll discuss that but that means you'll get 140 kilometers of everyday usable range this is an nmc battery which is mated to their own design 11 kilos is the weight of the motor which is liquid cooled so it's the okay. first time we are seeing a radiator and you know water cooling channels and all of that on a bike but the battery is not liquid cooled okay and when i asked prajwal who is the technical side of the founders prajwal said we have got stuff going on in the battery that allows us to get away with not having to cool the battery actively although obviously we've done liquid cooling for the motor we didn't need to do it so why should we do it when i pressed him for that he said no i can't talk about that because that is part of our whatever strategic uh, advantage or proprietary tech or whatever it is so the picture you get in your head is battery is going to be super super resistive to ambient temperature as well as force loads and the motor is a reasonably powerful motor and if you think about it it pegs somewhere above the ultraviolet base model in terms of the performance and spec but below the recon and the limited which are their top models with the slightly larger battery pack and the slightly more powerful motor so is it faster than that 
so the top speed claim is 135 so that's lower uh, and also remember if you have more riding modes then you can claim a larger economy number and a larger Correct. top speed number and a faster uh, uh, acceleration number and they don't have that advantage mm. so there's only one riding mode and i think prajwal's explanation for that is we just wanted to keep it simple that's period. a contradiction to the design correct <laughs> so what they basically saying is all they've done is 0 to 20 kilometers an hour the throttle response is really soft so that when you do this it's not reacting too mm. aggressively after 20 kmbh it has some amount of aggression in it mm. uh, and 0 to 100 i think is 8.9 seconds ktm 250 duke is roughly the ballpark where this acceleration goes in say okay mm. so now you got a mental picture of what's mm. going to happen right what they've done which is interesting is that it's an all aluminum frame so the rear subframe is all aluminum and it's in some ways resembles the shape of the duke 390's new subframe without okay. the ribs yeah but it is much larger it's a physically a huge aluminum unit you've got an aluminum swing arm and i'm coming to the swing arm in a minute because there's an interesting detail there and it's got a basic let's call it like a ladder kind of thing like a box structure which bolts the battery in as a structural member right and then you've got the headstock uh, you've got uh, telescopic forks up front at uh, 3.6 lakh rupees is what they're saying will be the showroom price when they start delivering in april uh, they've said bookings are open now and the first 1000 customers can book at 10000 and then after that everybody will get to book at 20000 rupees is the booking amount mm-hmm. now i did ask them the question saying if you're doing well in drones why did you have to go into doing electric vehicles at all mm-hmm. and the explanation that i got verbatim is we just really wanted to make motorcycles mm-hmm. which to me is not a very convincing explanation a maybe true i'm not saying that they're uh, being facetious about it but we've heard people who want the business to be entering the juiciest profitable part of the world's largest two wheeler market say that we just love motorcycles and want to get into it we've heard this story before so i can't honestly put too much store in it one second they're saying the 200 to 500 cc space is really ballooning and there are no electric alternatives right which is true but i still believe that the electric motorcycle is the last format that will get cracked for evs as a genuine viable thing at a reasonable price correct so we said this in the ultraviolet story i will leave a link for you where we said don't buy this motorcycle because it promises a lot but those promises cannot be delivered today at reasonable prices the next day when we went to ride this motorcycle we were given this motorcycle at meko cartopia which is a relatively small track but why there again this is the ev thing going on right so they are saying today we are in production but they weren't it's tooled up so it's it, it's still a pre production bike one second i don't think they can register the bikes yet i don't think that process is completed so they can't actually give it to you on the street so it has to be a closed environment then the problems actually started so the first thing that i noticed about the orha is uh, and uh, this is not going to be a pleasant story from here onwards is when you turn the machine on nothing happens what do you mean nothing happens i mean nothing happens screen that's what it there's like 10 15 seconds in there before the screen actually wakes up and and acknowledges the fact that you've woken me up and it's why a key it's yeah yeah it's a normal key thing okay so you turn the key and nothing happens for the first 10 15 seconds and then the screen sort of wakes up and you start trying to interact and realize no it's still booting so first they really need to sort their software out because the software is nowhere close to anything production ready okay i give you an example uh they had disconnected the side stand switches for the track day and i think it was because the side stand switches were not working reliably enough yet i'll tell you why so the, so it says motor on so yeah. it's armed it'll ready to go but you open the throttle nothing happens okay i have seen it saying motor off and it goes and i have seen every version of this event no okay so the software is really 
uh, I won't say it's glitchy because the throttle calibration is actually very good. All the functions sort of worked, but the app isn't ready, so you couldn't actually run navigation or check what the app looked like or any of this. So okay, which, which is great, right? You've got no riding modes, your app isn't ready, so all you can do is ride the motorcycle. So it narrows down your ability to talk about the motorcycle to a very specific thing. And remember, Orha has been saying we have great battery tech and we've got a large battery and we've been testing it for so many kilometers. They did the Bharat Mala trip, okay? So they went all the way around the country, four and a half thousand kilometers, including one of the founders who was in there. I went out on my sighting lap, came back and my first slightly fast lap, the front started to judder like this. So I came back, I said, okay, maybe something's loose, maybe something, whatever. So I gave it back and I took another bike and went. This one was running fine. So again, I'm down the main street for the first time. I hit the brake, everything is okay. So I go, I'm going to say about a kilometer and a half in, the heat indication came on and then the power started to, to uh, be derated. So I've not finished a lap yet. And this is Bengaluru, so it's not... No, my guess is 24, 25 degrees out. And this was early in the day, right? Yeah, yeah. This, we are at, uh, we started riding at 7, 7.30, something like that. So Super it's early. not heat? No, it's not. It just overheated. Okay. So he said, no, no problem. I have only five laps anyway, after which I will get time to film with the bike or whatever. So let me see what happens. So I did a couple of more laps and then it just got slower and slower and slower. So what you can see is they've got a long battery pack versus ultraviolet which has a vertically organized rectangle this is not rectangular it's an irregular shape because the frame fits into it in various ways but okay. it's long what they've done which is i think a good thing is that they've still kept the swing arm long but that does make the motorcycle long okay so if you look at the shape of the motorcycle we'll put a picture for you after the tank there is a fairly long rider seat mm. after which there is a gap which is an aluminium subframe visible gap then there is a relatively short uh, ride, a pillion seat then there is a little color element there, which is whatever. Beyond that is the tail end, which is actually quite long and horizontal before it ends, because obviously the number plate, etc. all have to match the end of the rear tire right. for legality's sake. So this is a really long motorcycle. What I'm happy about is that you don't really feel the length in the corners. You have a sense of it. So if you're trying to trail bake, you'll be aware that the rear is actually quite far away from you. But in terms of handling, it's a pretty natural feeling bike. The ground clearance is quite high. The foot pegs work, but they are big, ugly, and they do not fit this motorcycle in nature at all. They look utilitarian. But in terms of handling, it felt great. But it's a track, so there aren't really many bumps to hit. But here's what I noticed. A series of riders sat on their orhas before they went out, and the bike suspension didn't even sag properly. It barely reacted. Right? So, uh, I have a feeling that when the suspension setup comes out into the open, if you're riding with a pillion, maybe it still might work. But when you're riding alone, this will be a super stiff setup and I'm not happy about it. Since there were other riders there, did anybody else have issues with their battery packs or was it uh, isolated? I overheard one journalist telling another one saying, is it your turn to ride? And they said, yes. He says, go have fun uh, while you can. Okay. So you weren't the only one? No. So, <laughs> uh, when I then I took the second bike out because somebody took my bike and went out or whatever so I was given another bike or whatever and that bike also overheated in a kilometer and a half did they have any explanation for, as to why this was happening no, no. Well, they should have been surprised by it right because they have come mm -hmm. ready for bringing out bikes they've announced a price they've got a whole bunch of people here to ride it but this is why I'm disappointed Look, they have two charges, 1.3 kilowatt, which is standard with the bike in the price. And you pay extra for the 3.3 kilowatt. And you can spec the bike saying, I don't want the basic charger at all. Just give me the faster charger, which is 3.3 kilowatt. So the upshot of the story is the battery overheated so quickly. 
it's probably the least distance we've ever covered at full performance on anything that we've ever tested and as an electric vehicle today mm. including the glitchy olas mm. i remember the first ever ride we had with the olas where they started right. overheating even they went longer than this also i'll confirm this but the state of uh, charge for many of these machines were 90% and i rode 3 and i'm willing to bet that the range number on top was completely different from all three of four there was one bike i rode which said 90% state of charge 50 kilometers of range which is a very far cry from the claim that they are making but i'm assuming again that this is a software glitch i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt so overall it was a really hard experience for me because i really think that uh, prajwal ranjita and the rest of the engineers are trying to do a good thing but nothing that they said really translated and i'm still not talked about the design yeah let's go there yeah so the design is kind of busy there's lots of body panels lots of plastics and they've done stuff like for example when you see this the tank cowls that go up quite up way to the front those cowls are actually hollow there's an inner surface and an outer surface and they're channeling uh, air to the electronics which is on top roughly where the bottom of your tank is right and i'm wondering logistically it's a really complicated way to build a cooling circuit you could just have two holes behind the front forks and you'd get most of it sorry is that thing still aluminum which bank Oh no 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 they nearly removed the tank. No, it, it has no job. No it's, but it's the, a hole. Correct no but the part around it no, is no, that no, still No no it's plastic. It used to be aluminum that's why. Don't, I don't remember what it was it's plastic today. Okay. So think of a pulsar tank the shape has right. similarities to the pulsar tank but now they've cut holes through and through and through. Yeah. So uh, when you sit down on the bike there's a Edge. hole in front of you. It's a hole and yeah. in there is the charger connector mm. right? And it's not a hole that has closed side so it's not like a bucket where you could put stuff in it would fall out the side so right. it's literally a shape that is holding the shape and they're saying look we thinking of it as an accessory opportunity because in theory it is so non integrated into the bike the tank structure that we can just keep changing tanks and tanks and giving you a new look as an accessory if you like so you could buy a mantis that looks like this but tomorrow you there could be a range of five or eight different tank designs that you could replace this with and have a completely different looking bike i'm sorry i'm perplexed Yeah so to me I mean traditional thinking if you have a pulsar it looks like a pulsar what they're saying is a mantis doesn't need to look like a mantis at least in terms of the tank visual volume can you also change the face uh, I don't think so but uh, somebody else in the comment said it looks vaguely like bumblebee which is interesting mm. uh but uh, honestly the design is way way very way way out there they're saying this is our aesthetic and I'm not convinced that this is going to find a huge amount of resonance because to me it produces a barrier and functional barriers too where your knees go there's no flat surface so it's like a bunch of surfaces and creases and curves and you're basically trying to hug effectively the edge of a curve like this i was just going to ask you doesn't that line come in there is a line there right yeah so the line is here and your knee goes against it so there's no real way to sort of lock into this motorcycle i'll tell you how bad the finish levels are i'll leave you a picture look at this one here this is one of the flat surfaces of aluminum that is visible on this bike but basically the entire subframe is aluminum and it looks poorly finished and then clear coated on top the polishing of the aluminum hasn't happened the black bikes actually have two dents on the thing which is obviously coming from the mold itself again i don't know if this is supposed to be the final quality or not but i didn't get a clear answer as to that no this is not the final quality there will be a better version of this what was the cool but the swing arm is the same ah i was going to ask you. there is a vertical uh, tower like structure which mounts the rear shock it has a weld in the middle of it and that weld is as ugly as uh, let's say the previous himalayans used to have welds that kind of ugly so there is no place on this bike where you can look at and say man the finish on this is good 
I think the happiest I was is they're using the same switch cube as my Aprilia Tono in terms of the menu. So at least I was like, oh, wow, this is just, just like the Aprilia. So I was quite happy to see it. But, uh, and it works, sort of. But uh, the finish levels on this motorcycle are so far from what we would accept as normal for a even a, a 2 lakh rupee motorcycle that it is not in the ballpark. Alrighty then. Which is why I'm not doing any of the user questions that you ask because uh, I have a lot of them with me. But I, I don't see a point in doing it because there is no way that this company delivers this product by April, which is what they're promising to do and have buyers who are satisfied with their machines cannot be done. Uh, no EV startup in our uh, history has so far met a deadline that they publicly announced in any case. I think simple one is the worst of them. But uh, none of the guys actually delivered on the day they promised. I think Ola's never done that. Maybe Aether is the exception. Right? Oh, so, God, that sounds terrible. I mean, the overall experience of Ace is that I think they genuinely mean to do well, but they are so far off the reservation. Guys, I'm going to say this. When we met them at IBW, and as, uh, you know, we met them separately, I think what Shumi is saying is the same sense that I came away with, that the founders of Orha were these keen, earnest people, and they... They sounded, they said all the things which gave you a sense of assurance. Uh, which is why if I am a little disappointed, not a little, quite disappointed right now, is because I thought that despite all the design, I'm not a fan of busy designs. And that thing is pretty out there for me. Yeah, it's very out there. So despite the design, I expected that this as a motorcycle. And I think that is where our interests lie, that as a community, we get better options. And even though when they announced the launch or the prices, the specs themselves weren't inspiring. But if the motorcycle worked well, worked consistently, it would have been a great step. Yeah. But that's not no. it. From whatever we've seen, it's not it. And they're saying basically we're in end of November recording this and they're saying we're going to start delivering in uh, Bengaluru by April. If they deliver this, then there's going to be a really a whole bunch of disappointed people. And if you're thinking about the Orha Mantis and you have 4 lakh rupees to spare, trust me, you can do a million better things than buy the Orha. Give them time. Maybe they can fix it. And if they fix it, maybe this will be a great motorcycle or whatever. But today, there is absolutely no version of the parallel universe where I would spend money on the Orha Mantis. Not as it is today. No chance. No way. Okay, then. Summary time. Do we need a summary? <laughs> Not a very happening story, is it? I'm frankly feeling let down. Mm. Yeah, so I... I went in with a lot of hope. Uh, what they said made sense to me in some parts. Like the design doesn't make sense to me, but okay, we know what to do with the battery made sense to me. Liquid cooling the motor makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, we solved the fact that the motorcycle is so long, okay. But when you started riding the motorcycle, it was just like immediately obvious that this is just too far away. And maybe the idea of what they think is, this is finished as part of this project. is nowhere close to finished yet. So I don't know what's going to happen next. April 2024 delivery. No chance. No chance. They, that's, they want, that's what they want to do. And they were talking about how they will deliver to home and the booking process. They want to get after sales right, the battery warranty. I'm saying irrelevant. It doesn't matter. It's not time yet. Right. It's too early in the project. So, um, actually, you let us know what is it? Do you really want a electric motorcycle? And if you were looking for an electric motorcycle, what is the one thing that you really, really want in it? Are you looking for range? Are you looking for performance? Uh, because you can't have both. Uh, do you want it from an EV startup or from an established brand? Right? It would be interesting to hear what you think. Uh, do let us know in the comments about that. Can you ask me this question? Okay, sure. What, what do you want from an electric motorcycle? 
I don't think an electric motorcycle is humanly possible to make yet. Not at anything resembling a reasonable price. It is just physically impossible to do it. The batteries are not good enough. The ba- it's physically impossible cost-wise. It's very, very difficult right now. So 2025, I think we should see something interesting. I will reevaluate my stance as soon as somebody can show me that it can, <laughs> it can be done. But I'm telling you that unless the price is ridiculously high and I'm talking 15 lakh rupees for a RC390 kind of ridiculous. Mm. Until you get to those kind of stupid prices, it is simply physically not possible to make electric motorcycles with the current state of battery technology today. So that is the story of the Oha Mantis. I am uh, a little bit disappointed, a little bit heartbroken actually because I was really hoping that these two guys like pull it together and really do a smashing job. But it's not how it's turned out. Motoring First, it's always been available on Apple, Spotify, Google and uh, Amazon. Uh, if you'd like to watch it there instead of this, please do that. This is one of our shorter episodes. Uh, we do have much longer ep- episodes sometimes. But uh, I'm beginning to realize that motoring first expands in space when we are more and more impressed about a product or have more and more to discuss. In the case of the Orhamantis, unfortunately, there's not much to talk about yet.